Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You got Keyshawn Johnson over there. I'm Freddie Coleman. In today on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app and ESPN2. Keep weighing in. We'd love to see what you have to say on Twitter. You can do that. For example, Key J. Max, like nobody important, loved our discussion, Key, about Lamar Jackson and being traded for Justin Fields. He said, if I'm Lamar Jackson, there's no way in hell I'm going to Chicago. I'll sit out before going there because there's nothing going to shorten my career than playing behind that offensive line and not having those kind of weapons. Yeah, why not? I mean, come on, man. I'm not – it's not even anything to think about. <laughs> Chicago is yeah. cool. There's nothing wrong with the city. There's nothing wrong with it. it no it's going to be a good football team over time, but not right now. I mean, I, I, I like the conversation because they think it's similar skill set. Uh, I think Lamar's a better passer than Justin Fields right now, but it, it's not – yeah, it's not apples to apples. So it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Freddie, man, I gotta get a haircut and get me dyed up. I got, I was looking, at, I got grays, man. I got. Welcome to my world. That's why my hair doesn't it, is not on my head now because any no, gray I ain't got hair no problem saying I'm gonna dye my hair. I ain't, okay. I, I don't, I won't look like shoe polish. You ain't gotta worry about that. <laughs> that that's for damn sure. I, but I gotta get the gray, the grays, and I just gotta get hooked up. I haven't had a chance to get hooked up. I might go today. There you go. Tighten it up a little bit. You know. Yeah, yeah. I might, the, I might go today since I don't have NFL Live. Okay. I don't have a production meeting. Right. After the show, so I may go get. Okay. I may go get. Yeah. Tighten up because I got to get fresh for the weekend. Oh, yeah. If, if, you, if you don't get fresh for the weekend, especially with spring right around the corner, then what are we doing? Yeah, I got to get I gotta get hooked up for the weekend, though. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. can't be, can't be, uh, that's even English, can't be, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> messing around with these grays. I was just checking myself out, man. I'm uh-huh. like, man, these grays got me. Uh, yeah. The, the, I mean, the, damn. I, the, those grays whew. are undefeated, boss. I can tell you, you know, right I'm now. I'm in Hollywood. I ain't going to do no tucking and no. No, you know all that, that stuff. Oh, yeah? I just need to. No, all, all I need is to give the grace. I, I don't need to put no needles in my face. I don't need to do oh, none of that. No, 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 no. Okay. no I ain't wrinkled now. Now no, put it this way, and maybe this is just me, but now I'm getting an image of Botox and Keyshawn. Am I the only one out there that's trying to think about it? Keyshawn with Botox? No, my mm. eyebrows move, man. My forehead got wrinkled. See, look. Yeah, you, you can't just have. You can't be the male cat woman. You can't be doing nah, that if you're gonna go with Botox. No. I saw somebody the other day, man. I just. Oh yeah, it was oh, enough. Lord have mercy, and I knew the pe- I knew I know the person. Oh boy, and I knew them when, and uh, I, saw, and I just not- happened to bump into them. You know, six months later, I'm like, oh, I walk right past them coming out the grocery store. It's like Key. I'm like, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm so and so's mom. I was like, oh hey, I was like, damn. Ooh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you don't name names like some people might have done. No, I ain't going to do them like that because I know the husband's listening. Yeah. I know the kids can be listening. Yeah. I was just like, mm. interesting. Okay. Mm. I, mm. You, you, mm. you, every bit of 40, what, you're all right. Why do you have to try to be 20? 
Because some people just want to be that way. They want to be forever young as far as that goes, and they yeah. try to let their face bear the whole thing. That's what the New York Jets are trying to do, trying to get forever young with an old guy named Aaron Rodgers because apparently anybody representing the Jets organization flew out there early this week to try to convince Aaron Rodgers, wear this shade of green. Don't wear that shade of green anymore. And now the word deadline starts to become a part of that whole deal. Adam Schefter, ESPN senior NFL insider, when he was on SportsCenter last night, he says this is the challenge facing the Jets and the Rodgers to get something done sooner than later. Pump the brakes. There's a lot that has to happen first. For starters, that meeting had to go well, and it sounds like it did. Both sides had to get to know each other. Then there would have to be the difficult breakup between Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers that neither side has been willing to do for a couple of years now. Then the Green Bay Packers and New York Jets would have to agree to compensation, which is not going to be easy to do. And Aaron Rodgers would have to be willing to restructure his contract. There's a lot that has to happen before he would become the quarterback of the New York Jets. Now, at this point in time, they are the most likely suitor, the most logical landing spot, but Aaron Rodgers still has to decide that he wants to play when he's been considering retiring once he came out of the darkness. So there are a whole host of issues that have to take place before Jets fans can start thinking about number 12 as their new quarterback. Number one, I'll believe it when I see it that Aaron Rodgers is going to leave Green Bay and leave all the power structures he's created. I'll believe that when I see it, number one. Number two, this is what you get when you're the New York Jets and you place all that at the feet of Aaron Rodgers because you didn't want to give an offer to Derek Carr before he left the building and signed with the Saints. So now, key, they have to land Aaron Rodgers because they told everybody was somebody this is the guy we were waiting for, and that's why we're not going after anybody else and putting everything else in peril when it comes to this season waiting for Aaron Rodgers. You, it's, it's interesting. You said you, you believe it when you see it, that he leaves the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. I'll believe it when I see it when he walks and retires from $100 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> that too. The only person I know that walks from uh, money, and, and it wasn't one year, was Dave Chappelle <laughs> when he walked from $50 million, But that was over a period of time. That wasn't right. one season or two seasons. Aaron Rodgers is due to make $100 million over the next – plus over the next two seasons of guaranteed money. Aaron Rodgers has made a lot of money in his career. But he ain't made enough money to walk from $100 million. And his agent, I promise you, isn't going to let him walk from $100-plus million on fees. I mean, with the fees that he's going to collect – from that. So I get it. I understand. Aaron Rodgers, is, is, he may retire. Sure. I, I may retire. No. I may retire, too. At the end of the day, the New York Jets are a perfect situation for Aaron Rodgers. He's young enough to still take them where they need to go. And I'm not talking about five years from now. I'm talking about within the next couple of years. They become instantly, mm-hmm. if he's a New York Jet, the favorite in the AFC East. Okay. Because take a look at the other three teams. Do you really think that a retooled roster in New England is going to be able to compete with a young, talented roster with Aaron Rodgers in New England? No. Of course they are. Of course they are. But I mean, in New York, of course they will be. Mm -hmm. But I'm betting on Aaron Rodgers over Mac Jones. Sure. Okay. Leslie Frazier is no longer the defensive coordinator in Buffalo. They still got to figure out who's going to call it. 
We saw Brian Dable even go to the Giants and Ken Dorsey take over. We saw the struggles with Josh Allen. They still need some running back help, potentially a second tied in, another receiver. They needed more pass rush. They need to shore up the secondary. So they take a step back where that window's starting to do like this for the Buffalo Bills. We don't know the health issues that's going on down in Miami with Tua. No they seem to think he'll be okay, but that, you know, all it takes is a is a sneeze, and then we could be looking at something different and Teddy Bridgewater back in the games again. So when you look at that, you say, okay. And many people will say to me, well, it's the conference, all the quarterbacks. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow's good. We don't know what Deshaun Watson is. We don't know if Lamar Jackson's going to be there. Justin Herbert, yeah, Justin Herbert got bounced by t- uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars in the playoffs. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. We don't know that. We think Sean Payton could get Russell Wilson to doing the things that Drew Brees did, but we don't know that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not running from the conference if I'm Aaron Rodgers. Right. And the Jets shouldn't either. Yeah. They should land their guy, do whatever it takes to get him. And as far as Green Bay goes, Green Bay has decisions to make on the fifth-year option for Jordan Love. So they've got to decide to pick up the fifth-year option in May, mm-hmm. which now puts whatever, $20 million, $20-plus million on the books for him in 2024 of guaranteed money. Now you, you're looking at that. You now go back to paying a backup quarterback if Aaron Rodgers goes. You you don't reset the clock. You extend the waiting period for Jordan Love as the quarterback. I don't think they're going to do that. No. So I think Aaron Rodgers, in the end of the day, will wind up being a New York Jet and everybody will be happy. Okay, I put it this way. Until I actually see it, that's when I'll believe it. And you raised a financial concern, and I use that word concern when it comes to Green Bay because you're exactly right. That's a lot of money to commit to two players part of your salary cap when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. And they can be fed up with Aaron Rodgers all they want when it comes to the Packers organization. So they're hoping that the Jets will take them off the hook, that there'll be enough that they can sway Aaron Rodgers where he'll say, you know what, let's restructure my contract. I get out of Green Bay. We move on. You get that salary cap relief. You don't have that dead cap money to worry about. They want the New York Jets to do the dirty work. But the Jets, Freddie, the, Jet, the Jets don't need to restructure his deal. I'm no, no, I'm not saying that they don't. I'm, you're right. Green Bay's hoping that they will to kind of get them out of dead cap, salary cap hell when it comes well, to Aaron Rodgers so they can move on from him. That's what well, they want. I, I think they can move on from him regardless if he restructured or not. Only restructure. Here's what I think. It, it, here's what I think is going to happen. Okay. It's just my forecast. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. We'll see. They're going to give him an extension beyond the two years. I can see that. They're going to do that. They'll do that. That's what's going to happen. They're going to add one or two more years of guaranteed money on the Aaron Rodgers contract. Because, again, man, let's let's not fool ourselves. Follow yes, the money. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers has probably made a couple hundred – I don't even know what exactly, but he's made a couple hundred million dollars of gross money playing football. Okay, gross money playing football. That ain't the same as people might be thinking in their head. So when have you ever – Seen somebody walk from $100 million and retire, Freddie? Right. Never. By the way, this just got to me from Shannon Penn, our producer. Depending on the source you look at, his reported net worth, meaning Aaron Rodgers, varies from around $120 million to over $200 million. Over the course of his NFL career so far, Aaron Rodgers has reportedly earned a total of over $305 million. So that's gross. That's gross, right. Whatever you add to it off the field, whatever it is, that's still gross. Now, you say whatever – Sources come. It's a hundred and what did you say? One hundred twenty million between one hundred twenty million and two hundred million, depending on the See, source. If if you'd have told me he had a billion dollars and he walking from hundred, then I go okay, okay. 
But when you're talking about only 100 and some change, man, ain't nobody walking from 100. Why would you do that? And he's not going to walk away from that money and also the power and stroke he has with Green Bay. He he may be Aaron Rodgers, but he's not stupid. He plays football. It's in his DNA. It's in his blood, okay? Dudes play because they they love it. There's nothing else to do. They almost got to be kicked out of the league to retire in sports. That's just how it goes when you when you love it the way you love it, you almost got to be kicked out. You almost got to be kicked out. You know, oh, he can go do Jeopardy. <laughs> he wasn't oh, good at Jeopardy, just, by just, the way. I, I don't know. I didn't watch it. I, I, I don't know free. enough about it to be dangerous, but I just know people was like, he could do Jeopardy. Yeah, he, he did it. He wasn't good at it. <laughs> oh, really? You know, I thought he was good. Nah, nah. I mean, he, you're a Jeopardy he, guy, clearly. He, yeah, I watch Jeopardy all the time. He left a lot to be desired as a Jeopardy host. I'll really? Say that. Yeah. I thought he got uh, uh, positive reviews and glaring reviews. And... Oh, yeah. He said as much in the Pat McAfee show. Of course, he's not going to say he was terrible. No, no, no. I'm saying <laughs> I thought, funny, I thought the, the people that cover this stuff that make the decisions yeah, yeah. were saying, I don't know. Yeah, he, he, I mean, I, he, I just thought that that's what yeah. people were saying. He is all right. He wasn't as good as people wanted. It's just me. From what I saw, he is oh, all right. I, I like Aaron Rodgers, man. I hope he continues to play, which I know he will, and I hope he becomes a New York Jet. So do I. I don't. I, I just do. I, yeah. I really do. I hope he becomes a Jet because I think he could add something to the team. Yeah, and if you're the New York Jets, you better land him or else because you put lot it of, out there. A lot of wasted gas uh, on that G650 they flew all the way yeah. across. How many planes did they take across the country to try to convince Aaron Rodgers to make up his mind to leave Green Bay? He's Keyshawn Johnson. I'm Freddie Coleman together on Keyshawn Jay, Will, and Max, and we stay with Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers because free agency starts next week. How long when it comes to the Jets and Aaron Rodgers and how long for Lamar Jackson to finally get a new team? That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Multiple Jets team officials fly out to meet with Aaron Rodgers in person. You put the owner on the plane, you put the team president on the plane, you put the head coach, GM, the offensive coordinator on the plane. You're not doing that because you're hoping he'll listen. You're doing that because you're hoping to walk away with some sort of resolution. That certainly indicates a strong chance that it's heading in the direction of him being traded to the Jets. You lovely, isn't she wonderful? Isn't she and when are we going to hear something more from Aaron Rodgers? Or anything from Lamar Jackson about their futures. He is Keyshawn Johnson. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, also ESPN2. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Key, real quick, that's the one thing 
that's really been interesting about the whole situation involving Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. We haven't heard a lot from Aaron Rodgers yet other than he he's no longer the Prince of Darkness, and Lamar Jackson's been really, really quiet about what he is going to do or what can possibly happen. Let's bring in Diana Rossini. does a great job as an ESPN NFL reporter. Hit her on Twitter at Diana ESPN. And Diana, I'm going to start there with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Where exactly does everybody stand as based on the conversation that we had this week when they flew out there to meet with him and try to sway him to wear a different shade of green? Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning, to Diana. be here today. Absolutely. Whoever is in charge of the intro music deserves a raise. Alan, um, Alan, Alan Sharpton Yates, well done by you and the yes, ones and twos. Appreciate that. Appreciate <laughs> that. Um, all right, so we'll just start with the, the best word to describe the way the New York Jets feel about this, which is optimistic, right? So they felt that way, actually, before they even went out to California near Aaron Rodgers' house to meet with him, have dinner, owner Woody Johnson went along with them. It was his private jet that they flew on. And they felt good before they went to visit with Aaron Rodgers because they've had conversations with him. They've had conversations with the Green Bay Packers as well in terms of the compensation. But from what I was told, it was really important for ownership to just get in front of Aaron and, and talk and, and just feel him out and see what the situation could evolve into. And I, I was told it went really well. And it was an exceptional meeting, and the Jets returned back to the New York area yesterday. And in the building, just having conversations with people there yesterday, they feel really good that they're going to be able to land the big fish. And look, guys, it it could change. We know Aaron Rodgers could wake up today and change his mind about what he wants to do. But from the New York Jets side of this, they feel really good about the relationship and being able to perhaps get this trade done. How, how long, Diana, next week free agency starts, but how long will the Jets wait for Aaron Rodgers, right? When we talk about free agency, there's probably only two quarterbacks that I can think of off the top of my head that's available that makes not even makes sense, but yeah. that they could talk to would be Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett. Other than that, Tannehill still with Tennessee. Everybody's still with a team, Aaron Rodgers with Green Bay. And if those, what if those two guys completely – decide, okay, we're going to go, one's going to the Raiders and one's going to New England to be back up. And then the Jets are left holding the bag because much like you said, Aaron Rodgers wakes up and says, you know what, I'm going back to Green Bay. And the Jets are just stuck now. What happens? Yeah. How long do they wait? This is the risk that the, that they take. And they were, they were in a similar situation even when Derek Carr was in on it. They needed to figure out a bit of a deadline to, to operate. Um but look, this is this is the chance that they've been willing to take. This is starting from the top. This isn't GM Joe Douglas, head coach Robert Sala going, this is the guy we want, and they're selling to ownership. This is ownership, guys, mm-hmm. that wants this done, right? So they're willing to wait on Aaron Rodgers if this can come together, right? So from the Jets' perspective, they have done everything they possibly could do to, to line this up. I'm interested to see. I don't know the details of what a contract would look like, but you have to mm. figure that's probably a very big part of this. Right. Uh, in terms of compensation with the Green Bay Packers, I was told that the Packers weren't in this looking for the moon and the stars, that they're being very fair about this with the Jets. But the contract, I think, is going to be the element of this that, if it were to come together, will probably be the most interesting Part of this, but but knowing that ownership is all in, 
um, you have to figure these are the things that usually work out when, when, when ownership wants something this badly. It's so interesting you mentioned contract because I was telling Hot Sauce Freddie uh, <laughs> earlier when we were talking to Aaron Rodgers. I said, I promise you, I can almost bet my right on whatever little bit is left because I give it away a lot, that Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is going to get some sort of extension, some sort of, you know, instead of that $100 million over the next two years, it's going to add another 50 to 60 to it, make it a three. I could almost, like you said, the owner wants it to happen. And, you know, when you dangle some of that carrot money in front of somebody, they're like, okay, that makes all the sense of the world. I'm not passing up on this type of money just because I don't want to be in New York. So with that being said, we're talking about money. Uh, what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson? What, what is the market for Lamar right now, and what's going on with him? Well, the market is two first-round picks and $200 million of guaranteed money, so to speak, right? Because isn't that where we're at? Um, you know, Kian, it's been really interesting over the last 40 hours talking to different teams that are – in the market for a quarterback, those that are just watching all of this and, and trying to get a sense of what everyone in the NFL thinks is going to happen. Right. Um, and, and I continue to hear the same answer, which is Lamar Jackson's going to be a Baltimore Raven, that they're going to figure out a way to work this out eventually. Um, in terms of the teams that are interested in him at this point, we didn't touch on every team that, that was in or out just yet. And, and I do think there's going to be a team that emerges. I do. Um, you know, even even speaking to the Raiders over the last 24 hours, th- they're definitely going to be doing their homework on it. And, and they should. Mm. They should mm. do their homework on it, right? Because we know th- they are in need of a quarterback here. Yeah. Um, you know, as for the other teams that are not interested in it or in, interested in, in getting involved in this, most of the answers I've gotten when I've pushed back on, like, well, why wouldn't you be in on Lamar Jackson? We know how great he is. Um, it it always goes back to the durability and the guaranteed money. And if you think about it, those are those two words that I've used every time we've talked about Baltimore, right? So everything, every reason that's held up the Ravens is what's holding up a lot of the other teams in terms of going all in on Lamar. But I do think that there will be one or two teams that will emerge over the next few weeks here that, that are going to figure out a way and, and at least at least have a conversation and bring Lamar in. Yeah, it's so funny. You, you talk about the, the injury history and the guaranteed money and Every quarterback in the National Football League, and I'm not saying every, not all 32, but a majority of the quarterbacks in the National Football League get hurt. So mm-hmm. that's, to me, that's like, <laughs> okay, what? Well, they all miss time. That's why they got three quarterbacks on the roster. Uh, Diana Rossini, uh, ESPN NFL reporter, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and of course, uh, Max. Diana, t- t- tell me, because I, I keep hearing all these different reports going back to. When you spoke to Lamar initially back in September at his locker, tell me what that conversation was like in terms of what the contract offer seemed to be to him. Yeah, so earlier in the day, um, Chris Mortensen and Adam Schefter had reported um, the offer that the Baltimore Ravens gave Lamar. So um, when I spoke with Lamar in person about it just to follow up on you know because sometimes what happens you know you source information and it's unfair to the people involved if, if they don't feel like they've been asked right. and Lamar is difficult to get in touch with so when I went up to his locker after the game I asked him about the report that we had put out and he essentially said that it was more money that the Ravens gave almost as if the report was 
lower than the guaranteed money was lower than what was actually offered. And hmm. I, I circled back with, with, with our phenomenal insiders about it all. And, and I think there may have been a little bit of a communication issue in terms of the understanding of the guaranteed money. Um, you know, because Lamar had told me that the Ravens offered somewhere, you know, between 160 and 180 million guaranteed. Okay. Um, whereas we had reported earlier in the day, it was, uh, you know, 132, uh, roughly. So, hmm. um, I think when you, you lay out the guarantees though, I think, I think there was just a misunderstanding of how it, how it was going to come together. So in the end, uh, Mortensen's report about the offer is the correct one. That is the correct number that was offered by the Baltimore Ravens that, that I can tell you. Um, but, but in the end, the, the result is the same. Which is it wasn't enough for Lamar, right? Right. Yeah. I think that right. that's what we have to focus on. Is I I don't know if it he did not get the Deshaun Watson guaranteed money offer. That that that's the bottom line, and that's what he wants. Yeah, he wants that, and he's not going to back off of that. In other words, we'll stay have to stay tuned. What's going to happen? Hey, Diana, always a pleasure, my friend. Keep up the great work. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me, guys. Bye, Keith. Alrighty. Diana Rossini, Bye. ESPN NFL reporter. Hit her on Twitter, Diana ESPN. Joining Keyshawn, J. Will and Max with Keyshawn Johnson. I'm Freddie Coleman. And when it comes to Lamar Jackson, is it a mistake? Are the Baltimore Ravens doing this on purpose? This is ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. J and Max. For Lamar and his camp, the best thing for them to do is try to figure out how to get a deal done, man. Get close enough to that guaranteed money, put some incentives in there that's makeable, likely to be earned, and then we can go from there. More from Keyshawn, Jable, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. But Lamar's not talking. 
He's not saying a word. <laughs> it is Keyshawn J. Will and Max. You got Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie Coleman together, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, as well as ESPN2 and ESPNU. We always love our conversations regarding the NFL. When it comes to Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, who always got something to say, and we love when he says it, and he joins us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. When I put it out there, Herm, that are the Baltimore Ravens making a mistake or doing it on purpose when it comes to Lamar Jackson, what do you say? I don't understand this whole situation with Lamar Jackson. I really don't. Um, whether it's coming from the Baltimore side, and that's all you're hearing right now, and, and really it, it, everyone's gone silent. But what's really puzzling to me is uh, yesterday when you, you hear from other NFL teams saying, we're out. We're not even going to try to talk to Lamar. And right. I'm like, well, really? I mean, I mean, don't y'all need a quarterback? It's, it's, it's puzzling. I mean, you know, the, the whole NFC South needed a quarterback, and Carr signed with, with with the Saints, and I said, okay, so the mother three teams, and then all of a sudden they're out. And I went, how can you be out? It hadn't even started yet. It didn't start till Monday, and you're already out. This is uh, this is just puzzling to me. It just really is, and we all know it all comes to this. It's all about the money and how much money can be guaranteed in Lamar's contract, and that's the sticking point, I guess, for both parties. Yeah, it, it, it is a sticking point, Herm. What's going to be interesting in all of this, though, is when some of these other quarterbacks, the Jalen Hurtses, the, the, the Joe Burrows, the Justin Herberts, all of these guys are starting to uh, look at their contracts and want to get extensions done, and Lamar's still hanging in the wind, like, What's going to happen with those teams and their quarterbacks if Lamar is still sitting out there between now and the summertime and not getting a deal done when all of these guys, including Jalen Hurts, who doesn't have a fifth-year option because he's a second-round guy, he's eligible for an extension today. All of them approach this thing wanting to get extended. What's going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, what's going to happen then? Well, very interesting because Lamar is kind of fighting. You know, he's fighting the fight for all the players. And the owners are looking at this as going, hey, look, we got to make sure that how we handle this, we send a message to all the players that this is how we do business. And if Lamar all of a sudden gets this guaranteed contract, fully guaranteed, uh, Deshaun Watson has one. Now you got two players. Well, that's kind of setting the precedent of how it's going. And the owners are all looking at this going, we cannot allow that to happen. Look, I was in this league for 40 years as a player and as a coach. I came in the league in 1977. The one thing I was told when I was a young rookie player, they are not giving us fully guaranteed contracts, bro. You can just yeah. remember that one. And I went, okay. really? They're going, yeah, they're not doing that. <laughs> okay, so, so Herm, all right, I, and I don't have the exact number in my head, but I think it's 189, $189 uh, million guaranteed money to Kyler Murray. Right. I think it's 160 or 170 fully guaranteed money to Russell Wilson. Right. So you got 189, 170, plus or minus, depending on what the number is. But their deals are longer. Yes. But in the first three, four years of those deals, right. they collect that guaranteed money. Yes. So why wouldn't the Baltimore Ravens, for instance, say to Lamar, if they haven't already, here's a seven-year deal in the first four years, we're going to give you $230 million of guaranteed money. The last three years, we need to add this on to stretch out the proration of the signing bonus that we have to give you so that the salary cap number is lowered. Why wouldn't they just do that? Well, Key, you make the point. 
we don't know what's going on. We're yeah. not in those conversations. And mm-hmm. Lamar happens to be his own agent. Mm-hmm. So all this becomes part of it, you know. I, and I think what, what Lamar's finding out uh, by him hanging out here right now, what is the market bear? What is the market saying? What are other people saying? What are other GMs saying? And this is where when you don't have an agent, you don't get that intel. You can't right. get that information. Lamar knows the people in Baltimore, but he doesn't know all the other agents and GMs yeah. and, mm-hmm. and people that deal in contracts with other teams where he, if you have an agent, they, they can get the intel and let you know, hey, Lamar, this is, this is the talk in the league. Okay, right. This is where it's at. So you'd have a better idea, but Lamar's trying to do this all by himself, which is kind of difficult. Yeah, no doubt about that. Herm Edwards never does it by himself, always does a great job as an ESPN NFL analyst on Keyshawn, Jalen, and Max on ESPN Radio. When it comes to quarterbacks, we oh, know boy. that Aaron Rodgers is going to survey the landscape and make it work for him. He could be wearing a different shade of green when it comes to New York Jets who are involved in deep discussions with him from early this week. Herm, what does your gut tell you about Aaron Rodgers and what shade of green he could be wearing in 2023? Well, he has two options, I think. Uh, You know, he could retire, uh, which, you know, you never know. If he goes back into the dark room, you you never know what's going to happen. But I I know this, he's not going back to Green Bay. I think that romance is done. I I think the likely spot for him is is New York, the Jets. I, I, I just have that feeling now. It could, you know, here again, this is this is Aaron Rodgers, right? So you don't know, and it, it's kind of interesting. Uh, the whole entourage of the Jets organization went out there. They felt like they had a good meeting with him, and it's all good. But now it's a different day today, and Aaron Rodgers might wake up today and say, "Hey, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like playing anymore." So I, I think he's headed to the Jets, or or he could retire. Is it is it a good? Is this a good two year? rental so to speak for the Jets two to two call it two years I think he'll get more on the back end of the contract I think they'll extend him out give him a couple years do you think it's worth it though if you're the Jets I think this this brings some energy to your locker room it gives you a chance to compete in the in the AFC East Um, now you are you are a playoff contending team there's no doubt about that but Kian you guys know this and Freddie you know this the AFC is loaded with quarterbacks Mm mm-hmm I mean, you look at all the you look at all the divisions: the West, the South, the North, the East. They got quarterbacks now, so in a way, it's kind of interesting because Aaron Rodgers is that kind of guy that he likes that. You think Aaron Rodgers ain't listening to all this noise about him right now? <laughs> yeah. Oh he, yeah, he's just loving it. He's here, and he he's everything. one of those guys where and and think about this: it's a perfect spot in this sense. He doesn't have to learn a new offense. It's his no, offense. You know, yeah. Nathaniel Hackett is sitting right there. Right. And they have a relationship. And so he knows if I go there, look, my offense is set. I know who the coordinator is. He knows how to call plays, the plays I like in certain situations. I've, I've ironed that out already. I don't have to worry about that. The players are going to have to learn it now, not Aaron Rodgers. Either way, we'll see. But oh, it's boy. going to be very interesting. A lot of old boys involving Lamar Jackson and also Aaron Rodgers. Herm, always a pleasure, my brother. We'll talk to you soon, and thanks again. Thank you, man. Good right, seeing coach. you both. All right. All always right. a pleasure. I have Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max with Keyshawn Johnson. I'm Freddie Coleman. And in the NBA, the smoke continues between the Memphis Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors. And Draymond Green added more hot sauce to that smoke. That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Well, the Memphis Grizzlies are trying to make it a rivalry, and Draymond Green's not having it when it comes to the Golden State Warriors. With Keyshawn Johnson, I'm Freddie Coleman on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app and ESPN2. So it seems that Dylan Brooks had plenty of things to say about not liking the Golden State Warriors, specifically Draymond Green. Well, on Wednesday, Draymond Green responded on his latest episode of the Draymond Green Podcast. And in an interview with ESPN's Tim Keene, Brooks says he didn't like Golden State and doesn't like Draymond Green and added that the Warriors for it talks a lot. Draymond responded like this. If you ever wondered why the Memphis Grizzlies is not ready to compete for a championship. Look no further than this idiot right here. They're Ain't actually calling. depending on this guy to help them win a championship. And he says his game is cool. Quite frankly, that just shows how little you know about basketball. And yet, y'all, you running around talking about a dynasty? The dynasty starts after you, not with you. When you contribute in the way that I contrib- I have contributed to four championships, they tend to like you. So... Next time you speak up on me, you should do some fact checking. Next time you speak up on me, you should do some soul searching. Next time you speak up on me, I hope you're in a better situation than you in now, where the guys you play with actually enjoy playing with you because they actually think you're contributing to winning because it ain't happening right now, champ. Ah, you're not a champ. <laughs> and that wasn't and that wasn't all of it though. Obviously, no. some of the other stuff we couldn't we couldn't share cuz it, you know, has uh-huh. some other other stuff in there. But Yeah, when you work for Disney, mm-mm, mm-mm. I love it though. So, I like I, it. I don't mind it. Oh, I love Draymond Green for that. Guys coming at you, you come back at them. I mean, like you got to know you got to know what you're doing and who you're picking on and what poison you're going to select. That was the wrong poison. You, you, Draymond Green's career or his accolades or his resume, his bio, whatever you want to say, is pretty damn good. I mean, when you start thinking about gold medals and you start thinking about championships and defensive players of the year and, and you just start thinking about all that stuff, if you can't match that, it's probably a good idea not to say anything, mm-hmm. especially to Draymond Green. 
because Draymond Draymond Green is going to cook you like you collard greens. That's what he gonna do. He gonna he gonna try to he gonna try to barbecue your ass. So if I was you, I'd just be like, just leave the dude alone, man. You already know he's not with the you know what mess. Yeah, he, he's not with that, Freddie. It, it, it used to be in the old days when oh, if you're a lion, you don't lay down with sheep. And I was never, ever part of that whole deal. If you're going to bring something to me and you don't have anything to back it up and I got four things that you yeah. don't have, that used to be the way back then. I don't mind guys now who have those kind of platforms where they can go on a podcast key or they can go on a radio show or go on whatever form of social media and say, dude, you haven't even won anything. You haven't even gotten out of the second round. Yeah. of the NBA Western Conference playoffs. So you can say you don't like me, so be it. We don't know if people like you on your own team because why would you put that out there if you're Draymond Green if you don't know that somebody told you that about Dylan Brooks and you're willing to stand behind it? Most people say something and clap back and do it. He not only brought that, he brought specifics. Guys may not even like you on your team. Now, to do Brian Windhorst, why would, why would Draymond say that? Why would he do that? Because somebody has got next to Draymond and said, man, Dylan Brooks not only ain't all that, but on his own team, you got dudes that don't like Dylan Brooks. Oh, of course, 100%. And, and, and I understand what, you, what you're saying. You know, you kind of, in the past, you would just not get caught up in the mess. That's kind of how I am. I, I, don't, I don't, my career speaks for itself. I don't need to try to uh, balance your negativity mm-hmm. out. Unless you really just get under my skin, sure, to the point where I'm gonna cook your ass. Now I can do it. Oh, I can, I can burn some dudes up. But I don't, you know. I I always was one of those guys, though, Freddie. That just I look at it because I know where it's coming from. It's coming from jealousy. Consider the source. Like you are, you are jealous. I consider the source. You wish you could be me. You wish you could like look like me. You wish you could move a room like me. When I walk in, the room is dark. All of a sudden, it lights up. Mm-hmm. You wish you could be that guy. So I understand those things. So I never was one to be like trying to, you know, go back and forth unless you mm-hmm. just couldn't, like you just keep talking. Right. And then you're going to find yourself <laughs> quiet in the corner crying somewhere because I'm going to cut you to the white meat. I'm not going to be easy. I'm going to like Draymond Green. I'm not going to be easy on you. Oh, I'm going to hit you where it hurt. Oh, I'm going to hit you where it hurts. Mm. Golden State and the Memphis Grizzlies play tonight at 7.30 Eastern time on TNT. Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie coming together on Keyshawn, Jalen Max and ESPN Radio. You mentioned something that, that I just thought of in terms of cooking somebody. Because more than ever before in these modern times, that seems to be the par for the course. That seems to be the path. And I've never been not with that. If you're going to bring smoke to somebody, then you better expect it in return. Dylan Brooks is what I like to say the modern-day athlete that you haven't done anything, but you feel the need to speak up to show people that you're better than you are. And Draymond Green is the modern kind of athlete as well. The difference is he's not just going to be quiet, but also more than ever before, if he's got something he knows that you don't have. Oh, yeah. If he possesses something and has been a part of something that you may not even get close to, those days saying, let my resume speak for itself, Draymond's like, yeah, here's my resume. And by the way, here's something else on top of it. I don't mind athletes going at each other oh, because if you start it, you better be able to finish it if you're Dylan Brooks because a guy like Draymond Green, Key, like you mentioned, for damn sure is going to finish that. Yeah, I, I don't mind it either, Freddie. I like it. I think it. I think it's hilarious. He like, Dylan Brooks hopefully learned his lesson. Probably he'll not. never step into that again. And if he does step into it again, he'll get 
fried again. I just think, you know, <laughs> f- for me, I just, you know, because I like, just like Draymond, I'm sure Draymond know where it's coming from, like w- where it's coming from. Like me, I always knew when somebody said something negative about me, uh-huh. it's because you're jealous. You want to be me. You wish you were me and you can't be me. And so you got something to say. Well, how do you fight the temptation when that happened to you? I mean, because I'm bigger than you, man. I don't need to. You you small. You're a little peon to me. So I don't need to engage in that type of activity into such due time that you get on my nerves to the point that I have to. And I'm so slick with it. Mm-hmm. It ain't even gonna be a long conversation. I'm, like I said, I'm gonna cut straight to the white meat. So I'm going, I'm going 80 miles an hour down 95, and I'm gonna get to the next exit in a heartbeat. So was it more from fellow wide receivers or D backs? Where did a lot of that come from? Towards it's you? not the D. No, it would be more, more people that felt like they were probably on the same level as me. Felt that they should have been drafted like me. Felt they should have had a lifetime shoe deal with Adidas like me. Felt like they should have commercials like me. Felt like they should have 17 years at ESPN like me. They, they that that sort of behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't defensive backs, and I'm cool with everybody for the most part. I don't. No one really. It was only maybe a handful of guys, two or three guys, that always just running their mouth. But that's more of a jealousy standpoint. Okay. Like you're the one that put yourself in that position. Mm-hmm. It ain't my fault. It ain't my fault you don't look as good as me. <laughs> you can go talk to your parents, buddy. I ain't got nothing to do with me. Because you walking around looking dusty. You, ain't got nothing to do with me. Are, are you bringing evolution to the table? That's what you're doing. Hey, Freddie, ain't got nothing to do with me. Your shoes look like you need 409. That ain't my fault. Oh, my goodness. We Has the dust finally settled with Aaron Rodgers about to leave Green Bay to go to the New York Jets? That's next on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.